our bid from Lake Township, if we went in with them, was $240,000. The Finance Committee did not think at this time we should pave Lake Avenue. And um, so, Jeff, since Jim and I kind of weighed in on this, do you have any thoughts on it? if we're going to get a better deal or not than that, but I can't see the great expense of 200 some thousand dollars right now. Okay. Spending that kind of money with everything else that's happening, but that road is so bad. Uh, but it I'm, is. I'm, I'm not for Nate, it right now. Nate said even. it was one of, it is like the worst road that we have. And uh, it's just going to keep costing us money to pave. So the finance committee said that uh, they wouldn't do Lake Avenue. So is that what the street committee wants to recommend as well? Lake Township is going to go ahead with their paving no matter what, like they're doing it this year for sure. Yeah. Correct. So, so guys, give a heads up. Jeremy Yoder is on. Oh, okay. Township. So sorry to give you the sneak up. I wanted to announce myself. No, yeah, that's we're... fine. We're moving forward with paving the, our portion of, of Lake of Lake Avenue. Um, I know the quote that we got back was, I think, fairly significantly less than what you guys had expected or quoted. If I'm not mistaken, it was yeah. like $100,000 less, so almost a third of what the, the county is, did as an estimate. So, um, But, yeah, we're moving forward with, with paving the, the portion that is Lake Township. Well, thank you very much for that information. And yes, I I know there's there's a couple businesses down on that on that road. I personally think we should pave it because we do have gas tax money that we could utilize to do it, and it's not going to get any better. And we have to start paving roads somewhere. I realize it's not the most uh, used road in in this village, but I still think we've got to start somewhere and. I know this is not the best time to do it, but that's my personal opinion. So, uh, Bev, can I say something here? Absolutely. Okay. So, from uh, from the uh, finance committee's point, um, we have a we you know this is for you know Jeff Cozy to bring him up to speed. We we have a policy where we normally take the um, any kind of discount for paving programs. Um, we always we we generally try to take them. Uh, one of the factors that weighed in on this particular decision was is the amount of travel that's uh, done on that particular road. As uh, Lake Avenue is not heavily traveled as some of the other roads in the in the village are, it was um, it was discussed and and um, basically recommended that we we move you know we retain the money hold the money for uh, next year's paving program which we weren't supposed to pay this year anyways but hold it for next year uh, and put it towards a road that's uh, more traveled so you're going to, you're going against the Robert frost theory of the road less traveled okay yeah. um i i just it's just a such a chunk i i can't i hate passing up that kind of savings but I've agreed. I just can't see spending that kind of money right now. 
and, and I agree with Bev. We got to start somewhere, but right for a road that's not as widely used for other roads that are just as bad shape. I mean, Bell Street's terrible stadium. All the, all the streets around the schools are terrible. I think those would be a better use of our money to get to it. And that's and that's the driving force of, um, from the finances point of view is, is to add the condition in there about you know um, the the amount of travel that's done on the road to be evaluated along with the discount. Yeah. So I just wanted to you know put that out there. I wanted to get you know your feedback on it, Jeff, just so that you know you understand when it comes up to council. So now with that being said, I guess we move on to the more pressing topic, which is uh, we received a petition of uh, people of the residents along Wagler Avenue to eliminate through traffic. And uh, we have a petition that is signed by, I believe, all the residents but one that were requesting us to close off, close it off from the township park and the stadium parking. Now, I would like if you will indulge me to read. <coughs> from the township trustee meeting that came out on the 27th that uh, they Lake Township is in receipt of your re uh, correspondence with reference to the above captioned subject in researching the information Wagler Avenue the intent of the township in establishing this roadway which was dedicated in 1995 that was of course before Woodmont Avenue was in the village, was specifically to provide ingress and egress to Lake Township Community Park. A township representative would not be able to attend the street and drainage meeting on Zoom. We ask that you please accept this letter as the township's opposition to any such request to permanently barricade or block this entrance to our park. Doing so would negatively impact our property and defeat the purpose of why Wagler Avenue was originally established many years ago. That was from the trustees. And so obviously I was able to jump on today too. Yeah. Uh, just give my perspective and two cents. So, I mean, from what I understand of this project, it was purchased, the land was purchased, I think 20 plus years ago for the sole intent of an egress and ingress to that property, Lake yep. Community Park. Uh, the the road preceded any of the properties that were built there. So any of the homeowners that bought there bought with the knowledge of knowing that road existed for those sole purposes. Um, so we would be strongly against this. And uh, talking to our legal counsel, uh, they feel very strongly that this is not something that would be able to go through because of the undue burden it would cause <clears throat> to additional, um, to the, the one other entrance and exit for, for that property, especially with the school using it for um, uh, parking permits, having over 100 plus cars there on a daily basis. Excuse me. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, also, we have a letter from the uh, fire chief 
and he doesn't, uh, there is no way to support or oppose closing the street. They just have concerns that if the road is closed, then it's limited emergency response to the stadium parking lot, park, or the ball field. If there's only one entrance and there is a motor vehicle crash at the entrance, all access is lost. This will stop all flow of traffic out and in the parking lot. There's no way to turn an emergency vehicle around at the end of the road per Stark County. It appears it originally was designed to have a cul-de-sac at the end. Uh, the Ohio Fire Code recommends all roads that are 501 feet or 750 feet long to be 26 inches wide and have a cul-de-sac. Okay? So, would anyone on Wagler like to speak? They, they may do so at this point. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I will speak. My name's my name's Karen Holm. Um, I know you had mentioned that it was the only way in and out of the park, or else just an extra entrance. Um, I guess I always just thought that the main entrance was on Market Street because there's that huge big rock that says Lake Township Park, and that there also would be emergency vehicles could come in and out there. And if there were an accident, there is also another entrance down by the Lake Athletic um, Complex. There's mm -hmm. another driveway there. And you also could get back to um, the soccer fields. There's a gate there, and there's an access road that goes behind the scoreboard that could take you back in there. Um, I, can, I can see that you know, the condos were built afterwards. And what we're saying is that when there are students there and parking, you know, events for the band or whatever, um, they, they used to lock that gate that's there, but the gate is now broken and trees have grown through. And um, then they, they used to put up cones uh, when the gate could no longer be closed. And then people would move the cones and then people park on both sides of Wagler, even blocking the driveways, or even if they're not blocking actually in front of the driveways, you can't back out because it's a very narrow street. And in recent years, like this last year, when there was the great big district football playoff there, um, you know, the neighbors have complained enough to the police that the police actually barricaded Wagler off at both ends so that those um, six to 7,000 people that can park on our street, all the residents on Wagler had to have like a tag to put on. Um, so, I mean, I know they're trying to help with it, but, you know, we just think it would be so nice if it, if it was closed off completely. And when the students are in school, I mean, they fly down that street when they come out. They've taken out mailboxes over the years, um, you know, four in a row, two on the other side. Um, you know, we just said it's just such an issue. And so many people don't stop at that stop sign going into the park. They just go right around the corner. And, you know, I've, I've witnessed it many times. And it's like an accident waiting to happen because there are people on bikes, people with strollers, uh, people sitting there on skateboards. And there's that blind spot. They come right around that corner. And I said, 
someday somebody is going to get injured badly by one of those many cars that <laughs> ignore that stop sign and they're not going 25 miles an hour either. So that's all I have. Now I think maybe someone else has something. Well, I, I would like to say something. My name is Chris Patch and um, Could this you is please not... spell your name, Chris? Certainly. Just so we have it correct for the minutes. Sure. Uh, first name C H R I S. Last name P is in Paul A T S C H. Thank you. Sure. Um, it's not just, of course, with the games. Um, I'm, I have found personally um, on my day off when I tried to get out of the driveway in the afternoon when school was in, I could not exit my driveway because there were bumper-to-bumper -bumper cars from the parking lot all the way up to Woodland. And they were students, of course, you know, they were taking that way out. So that is an issue. Um, it's not just the students. They're people that are either going to the park or people that are cutting through using it as a shortcut. Um, as Karen already said, they do not do the speed limit. Just on Friday, I had my little four-year-old grandson, and we were walking down to the park. And I no sooner said to him, honey, you need to stay right here by grandma because this is actually a road and, and cars come down through here. And a guy in a van with a handicap placard hanging came flying down the road, and of course I jerked him over closer to me, went right past the stop sign, fired on into the parking lot, and it would appear he was using it for a shortcut. But again, that is just, that's just one instance. So it's not just students that we're dealing with. This is just kind of an on, yeah, it's a general public thing, yeah. And police, police can't patrol this, uh, you know, on a constant basis or, I mean, it, you know, that's just not possible. No, but I do know over the years that we've issued lots of citations for kids flying up and down that road and also blowing the stop sign to pull on the woodland as well because, for one, it's dangerous because it's down in that gully. It's hard to get out of there when you're taking your time, let alone trying to get home quick and explore and whatnot. Sorry. That's right. And this is Karen Holm again. It's H-O-L-M. I just have one other quick statement is I always wondered is why did the Lake School system put up a fence and a gate and why did they always close it off before if that was so important to keep, you know, that the access open to the Lake Township Park. And the actual Lake Township Park is I don't even know exactly how what that encompasses. Is that the soccer fields, or is that just the area where they have the swing set? And Jeremy, the one can you answer that? The park would include all of the baseball, softball fields, soccer fields, the swing set, even where the football field is there for practice. Okay. All of that, and including the walking trail. The walking trail is probably the most commonly used thing by the public, of course. Right. Right, and I see, and I see the majority of the people. There's still the problem with the people that come on our street, but I see the majority of the people entering and exiting off market. You know, when there are you know soccer games or walking. You know, because to me that's the main entrance. That that huge, huge rock. You know, that's very beautiful. That says Lake Township Community Park. This is Mary Ellen. If I, Mary Ellen Story S T O R E Y. 
I just wanted to say that I agree with the things that Chris and Karen have said. We've lived here a little over 10 years now at 482, and our road is very dangerous. Um, it's a short road. Again, I agree that it cannot be monitored all the time. If people take advantage of using it for a shortcut, our mailboxes were knocked down. It was either early this spring or last fall by a student. I left to go somewhere and everything was fine. In fact, I got our mail. And when I came back a half hour later, they were all hanging. Pieces were off of them. They all had to be re-cemented. We, we, we have these kind of things happen a lot. And the one question I wanted to ask is I know when we bought our home, we were given a plat of some sort. And yes, it showed the cul-de-sac, you know, as it was originally intended. And certainly a cul-de-sac doesn't have an exit at the other side. So I don't understand why, if it was originally designed as a one-block road with a cul-de-sac at the end, why it cannot be closed. I don't know the, the full history, but I believe it was, you know, that it was a, a, a preliminary drawing prior to when the township took ownership of that property. Um, and we bought it and obviously changed the, changed the whole purpose of what that property is. So, I mean, you, the, the drawing with the cul-de-sac is just a, a drawing that was never, that was officially planted necessarily other than you know, for that initial preliminary uh, uh, sale of the property. Then once the township bought it with the sole purpose of, of entrance and, and, and exiting, which I think is outlined in one of our minutes from, you know, that time period, uh, then correct. Kind of changed the entire purpose. Correct me if I'm not correct, Jeremy, but yeah. when that park was developed and designed, there was never any uh, homes even plotted on that Waggler because it was just an open space and the school hadn't even put the parking lot in. Correct. I'm mean, thinking it was all part of the master plan for the park and then, as you know, well, the well, owned it prior to the village annexing, you know, a number of years ago. Right. It was all part of the, the, uh, the parking lot came as a result of the football that one, two, three, four, when uh, a group of business people decided to build that stadium there, and then they had the parking lot put in, and then the township, you know, decided to put the, buy it and buy it, put the park in, which is very nice. And then that parcels of property were sold, and people started this developer built condos. In there. But I, I think you said the school owns the parking lot. I, as I understood it, Lake Township owns the parking lot. The township owns the parking lot. Um, we okay. can rent it to the school. Okay. <laughs> I think and the, uh, call, the drawings with the cul-de-sac came about when the condos started being developed and built there. I don't think it was before that. Right. It was never actually followed through on, but that's when I think the the cul-de-sac drawings started showing up. What was the village ownership all the about? fire department so that the fire department could actually turn around and or have their big pumper truck if they needed to fight a fire in one of those condos and stuff. I know then we had problems once the condos were built. We had problems with people parking on both sides of the street. And that's why we put up the no parking signs to try and prevent people from parking. I guess I just would ask if we could get the police to really 
keep their eyes on it and cite people for parking there. I've told so, them to call when there's people parked there. That way they can go when they need them to be there not. Is there an opportunity for speed bumps as well? No, you're not legally allowed to put speed bumps on a road, a dedicated but, town. I mean, I guess through the township, we could possibly look at the putting a speed bump right at the entrance to at least um, you know, slow down. You could do higher. that because that's a parking lot. That's not a road. Yes. Right. We're not allowed. My, my other question, Jeremy, would be to see if we could upgrade that gate so that when there are, like, when the park should be closed, a.k.a. in the evenings, yeah. you know, at dusk, if there's a way to lock it so people don't go back there, down that street. Yeah, we can look into that. Again, I don't know the purpose of the gate. Like, I've been here for a long time. I've never really seen the gate closed. That's um, because it's been broken for maybe 10 years. <laughs> I mean, the, the trees yeah. have all grown through it and, yeah. and that. So, so this I, is Mary Ellen. I just wanted to say something about the gate. I was told that our street, Waggler, belongs to the village of Hartville, but that the gate, the fence and the gate there belong to Lake Township. That's what Correct. I was told. Yes. I mean, that was my understanding. So I don't know that you, well, I don't know how that would be handled. But yeah, that would, the speed bump or closing the gate, those would be, those are good. They're better than what we've got now. Yeah, because the school, uh, we also have a letter from the school that I want to make sure gets put in that they, the district understands and respects the residents. Uh, they oppose the request <laughs> to install permanent barrier. Uh, they uh, are concerned for the safety of their students on a typical school day. They're oh, saying that people use that to exit safely to the light. Many students currently exit on Wagner to utilize the light at the intersection in lieu of trying to directly go out on Market Avenue by installing a barrier. The safety of that traffic light would no longer be an option for them. The district is concerned about a new traffic pattern that would be establishing thus funneling all the students' buses and public library traffic directly onto Market Avenue. One can only infer that with increase in traffic accidents would be a direct result of installing this barrier. So I wanted to just make that part of the meeting as well. But as a temporary barrier, I don't think that would be the issue. Does anybody else on the committee have any ideas, suggestions, recommendations? I want to interject here just one second, Councilman Jeffrey Miller. Um, being I have kids in all those schools, I know that the SROs go out there and release traffic after school. So to me, that alleviates some of the problems of the kids coming out from just that dedicated entrance and exit because the police, the sheriff's department, uh, releases those two sides of the, of the street after school. So I'm, with I'm that being, yes, with that being shut down onto your road, that just makes everybody go out that direction that are being released by the police anyway. The sheriff's office so, in so my it's opinion, actually safer <laughs> yeah because they're shutting down north and southbound traffic to let people in and out of the school buses and kids and library because i used to go pick up my kids all the time over there uh, i'm just reading a letter from the school jeff i know yeah. i'm just i'm just putting in my two cents that's a very good point jeff because even going down wagler to woodland and trying to turn right or left you, you, like 
someone had previously said, it's down in like a gully, and it's hard to see cars coming up over here. I would think it's more dangerous going out at that stop sign to get to the traffic light than it would be where it, traffic is directed by a policeman on market. You know, that's just that's just my opinion. Also, just another, I'm going to interject one more time here, is I go to many football games, and I'm only going to use football games as an example. Um, I'm friends with the Davises. I park at the Davises and walk over to the game. The way people park over there, an emergency truck couldn't get through down that end of the parking lot anyway if they're needed on a Friday night because there's no way you get a fire truck through that parking lot because they're parked all over the place. There's no way you can get a vehicle through there of any size on the Wagler Court end of the parking lot. They would have to come in on market. They would you have to come hardly, in on market anyway. Right. You can, hardly, you can barely walk. get a car through there. Yeah. You can't even hardly Let alone walk. an emergency vehicle. Right. I Beyond wanted to ask cruiser. something. Excuse me. I don't know if I can be heard. This is Mary Ellen again. Um, if there would be a gate again and it would be closed at night after school is over, or if there's no school activities, who's going to be responsible for doing that and then opening it again in the morning? I mean, who would take care of that? The police and, department or what? And the, sheriff. And the, the problem is during the day <laughs> and also yeah. during sporting events, but well, mostly but during the day. I'm just saying, if they did have a gate that they would close even in the evening, hmm. it seems to me not, not to be very manageable. Like, who would take care of that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would have to be worked out between the village and the township. Okay. okay. Well, you, well, this is Karen Holm again. As, I, as I'm understanding, you said that this Ragnar Road was originally established in 1995 when it was just all empty fields, and it was the only way into Lake Township Community Park because the parking lot didn't exist. Well, then when, now that the parking lot exists and when it was made, obviously that's why Lake Township made that their main entrance there on market. So maybe... Wagler has served its purpose as an as an egress and ingress road for the park, and now could be closed off because its main entrance, which is bigger and wider and doesn't cause problems for other residents, is on market. You know, and and uh, could be accessed that way for all their concerns that were just on this little road before. That's all. <laughs> I'm not sure if that timeline is correct, Karen. Um, well, I thought. Well, I thought you know, someone just said that it was just built in 1995 and that the parking lot wasn't there. But I thought the parking lot was there in 1995. The parking lot and the stadium and all those kind of came together in early early 90s, before 95. I would say maybe. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, it was always designed and built to have multiple entrances and exits. And I know you brought up the, the going behind the scoreboard. That's not. That's not. You know, that's not even a, a, a option. The way that it's, it's not a paved road. It's not a paved road. It's not a road. It's just a, a thing where they have, you know, some trucks. Maintenance well, trucks. how do they get back to the soccer fields now? They're, they're not going they on a paved park, road. No, they park in the parking spot that Wagner Road leads to and then walk to the, to the well, I know, I know that if they pull, if they pull in on market, okay, but if there's a soccer game, there's probably not going to be an overflow of parking. They're going to come in on market, and then right there on the walking track, they have these two yellow metal poles that stand about three feet high, and there are locks on them, and they can unlock them because I've seen a police car drive through there before, and it's 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 wide, it's twelve to fourteen feet wide, so that's where 
an ambulance could go if they had to go to the soccer field. And whenever there's soccer games, it's just normal parking because it's just a few people there. So again, that would be accessed from market. Or else from the actual parking lot down by the basketball courts too, there's a, a wide driveway with a chain. And I've also seen uh, trucks drive through there that coaches that are taking equipment back to the soccer fields. But again, both of those are, are um, you know, and the people get onto them from access from the parking lot from coming into market. Good. I don't know. I guess we go back and forth, but I know we would love to have it closed. <laughs> It'd be great if it could work out. No, I think we. I think as a township, we appreciate uh, the concerns. I've obviously been a resident here for a long time, and I've seen those roads. And I think we could definitely, as a township and as a village. Do a better job of ensuring the parking on the side of the roads is better. I think I've sent an email to our administrator to start the process of putting in a, a speed bump. But I mean, I think I think the amount of traffic that that redirects is going to be a challenge for a lot of things, including uh, we, when the school put in the when the town or the county put in the the stoplight a number probably ten years ago. Now, I mean, there was an extensive speed study, and the speed study was done with the current configuration. So I think expecting uh -huh. that, if you'd have to change Wagler, that whole entrance, I think it would be a whole county speed study and everything else that would be associated with it that I think would just not be uh, viable. Well, then if you're, when you're talking about redirecting traffic, is it is it mainly then just so that the students can go in and out, even though we said it's safer on market? Because um, like, like I said, for, for the district playoff game that was just this fall, the police closed Wagler at each end because they knew that we would not be able to get in and out. So is is that going to be what we'll have to do is have them close it every time there's a football game or, or that gate will have to be repaired and locked off? So what I'm saying is they're not using Wagler then anyways, you know? And if the gate used to be locked before and they weren't using Wagler, um, mostly... The thing is, is people just want it open then for the students. Uh, excuse me, this is Jesse's story at 482 Wagler. Uh, I guess my question has been over the last 10 years uh, with all the problems during the games, uh, even uh, go entering school and going and leaving school, why the police are not present just to keep these students in line? Uh, I mean, can't tell you how many days I've seen them fly out of the parking lot, go up to uh, uh, Woodland, Wagler to Woodland. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen them fly into the parking lot uh, going to school. Uh, these presents, I'd have to say daily or at least weekly, some odd day in the week, keep them in line would really help uh, the ones that speed through here, especially to games and in school uh uh when school is uh in session when school is out of session so this is chris patch speaking again um so i i think if we boil this all down i think the bottom line is that we as the residents at this point seemingly have no recourse. Is that what you're telling us? Uh, 
I'm not telling you that. No, I don't feel that way. No, we 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 understand that you have a problem. Our goal is to try and solve the problem as best we can with the resources we have available. But as you see, it's not a simple fix just close your road because it impacts so many other things. It impacts the township and the park. It impacts the school and the stadium. And I guess my, what we, I don't know. What, what's the rest of the committee think? Do you have any other suggestions, Jim or Jeff? Because we also have the fire department that, you know, they have some concerns. And I just want the safety of all the residents and the people visiting the village to be our utmost important priority. Hear what Jeremy's legal counsel would have to say. This is something that uh, Ron would probably need to be in touch with him about. What's the legal? Ron has already spoken to her. Ron does not feel that's a problem. I spoke to Ron this afternoon. Is Ron the fire chief? Ron is no. our legal counsel. Oh, legal counsel. Okay. Well, you know, I, I'm just going to this Karen Holm again. What Jeff Miller had just said about if there, when there is a football game, that they park there where there are no lines where Wagler touches the parking lot. And there's no way an emergency vehicle can get in there at all. I don't know. It's kind of like a catch-22, I guess. Well, I think, I personally think what we need to do, and if we can, Mayor, is have the police really put, you know, put some boots to the ground over there, and especially with school starting up soon, but, you know, really do some, you know, some checking and seeing what we can do, and I guess I would implore, you know, we need to have some conversation with the school because they need to have some, you know, some things decided on, you know, because it's private property, the police can't really enforce any parking, but, you know. Well, and it's not even in the village, so they absolutely can't enforce that. And no, I, I live on Sunnyside. I, I live I'm on Sunnyside, and I have to tell you, I know what you mean about the traffic because people fly down that road. They think it's a racetrack. And honestly, as long as the police are sitting there, they're not going to do. I mean, the police sitting there, the, there's not going to be any speeding. There's not going to be any going through the stop sign. But the minute they're not there, they're going to be back at it. Correct. I mean, playing the place out there is well and good, but they can't live out there. Yeah, right. we've only got two officers on duty at that time. And one's already over That's there patrolling really the streets. That's not going to solve the problem. So, so Ben, from my my point of view, I mean, there's we're we're talking on several different things here. From I, I appreciate uh, Jeremy's comments and and um, active response there of putting in a speed bump. Uh, I don't believe a gate is appropriate. I think the the issue with the gate is the same as closing the road altogether. Emergency vehicles can't turn around if they're going down that road even if the gates closed at night then there's an issue with them trying to maneuver even even in the evening after the gates closed um as as far as 
um, access. I, I believe that, you know, that there needs to be maintained, uh, you know, access from two points into the parking lot. Um, Market Avenue is one point and then, and then Wagler to uh, Woodland would be the second point. Um, I just, uh, with everybody's concerns, I, um, I, I looked, I mean, the street is marked appropriately for no parking. The street is marked appropriately with a, with a, uh, 25 mile an hour sign. Um, we, um, we could, you know, reduce the speed limit. We're not allowed. It it cannot go under 25 miles an hour. That's as low as you can go on a public street. Yeah. The, the street's not wide enough to have any kind of parking on it. So, um, you know, the police can be called and the police can, you know, take care of that. They're doing their job. I mean, they're, they're ticketing people for speeding all over the village. Um, people take advantage of the situations. So when they, I wonder if we, I wonder if we could work out something with the school where they would take these kids parking privileges away if they get a ticket or they get, well, that's, if they're parked incorrectly, that's what I, my suggestion was going to be. I'm not worried about the parking incorrectly. I'm worried about them speeding down that road or going through that stop sign. Well, they don't park well, incorrectly uh, during school because they all have assigned spots. It's football games and extracurricular events that people are parking all over the place. And that's what I'm saying. If they take, if license numbers were taken down, the school, you have to register that vehicle with a plate at the school. And if they issue the child, the kid, I hate to say child, that, you know, if they continue to park incorrectly, then they're going to lose parking privileges. I mean, I, I don't know how else. You but Jeff's right. That, that doesn't you, help with the extracurricular, the football games, just, things like that, because they don't are, use that for that. Yeah, you can't take away my parking privileges at the school. So, from, I, personally, from I'm a I'm a fan of the gate with first responders, fire, police having access to the gate. If forbid there was ever a fire on that road and they had to pull a tanker down, they have access to open the gate to drive their tanker right on out the other side and lock it behind them when they're done. My opinion. Same with the police. If they need to get down there with that much equipment. They have a key to a padlock, just swing the gate and do their thing. So you're talking that the emergency, this is Karen Holm again, the emergency vehicles, you're talking about them turning around on Wagler, that if we have, if we need tankers for a fire, is that what you were saying? Well, I think the problem was was? to, to turn their trucks around to get back out if it was sealed off entirely. You know what and I mean? They, if we, if we they close the road off entirely, they correct. wouldn't be able to turn around in one of our driveways, which are like, well, no, four, because those four trucks, lanes wide, four I know, lanes but those wide. trucks weigh, they weigh tens of thousands of pounds and your concrete uh-huh. driveway is not designed for oh, that I kind see. of weight. Uh, but if they, you know, if they pull a tanker, they're pulling to the street anyway to run their hoses. They can always open the gate to pull back through on the other side. Gotcha. I'm with you now. This, just, just my, my thinking about it. Because I, I know there's there's issues with that. I know police friends of mine that sat there and have issued tickets and have been on, on crashes at the end of the road where they've pulled out in front of people because somebody on Woodland was flying just as much as people on Wagon Lake Court fly. Okay. And it's just, I, I think so, the whole thing is all right, just a, well, a hot zone. We stuff. need to... So, so you're saying the, to have a barricade, uh, to have a gate permanently closed with padlocks and that they could unlock and instead of a barricade and not well, to lock it and unlock it. 
but just to always have it locked, except for emergencies, they would open it. Uh, yeah. Well, but we need that, to that get back to the committee. I need to get my committee giving me some ideas and bringing this to some kind of what where we go from here. Because we're I the letter I have from from uh, the chief Hartford Fire Chief and the township trustees. I mean that's not fair to the township trustees in the use of that park either. So. Uh, what's the committee, Jim or Jeff? Do you got any ideas for me? Or go ahead, Jeff. So far, I gotta believe that Jeff's idea of a gate, rather than completely blocking it off, is the best idea. If, if the fire department cannot get through there, that's an issue. But we can block it off. Speed. Um, doesn't really deter much because they're going to get going from the gate onward. Uh, having of having the police down there to during the school hours to monitor it is good, but that's going to cost money. Those police officers are not there doing their normal job. Those are off-duty police officers that are being paid. So you do have to factor in who's going to pay them, what it's going to cost. It costs money. A gate that can be opened and closed is not going to cost have that kind of expense. But I don't. I don't think that closing it off is the right answer. The gate seems the most logical not, at this point, permanent. where security, school officials, people who are going to need access to that will have the keys and the ability to get in and out when they need to. Well, I. This is Chris Patch again. I. I mean, honestly, I think that the residents would be more than happy if there was a gate that was closed that um you know the fire officials police officials whatever would have access would have keys to the gate uh in order to get through there passage through there i mean i i, I think we thought a permanent um fixture there to stop all traffic would would be super but if that's not an option i mean you know i would agree with uh, jeff miller i think that that just the very idea of the gate being closed and I think that would be super. I don't think any of the residents would be opposed to that. I don't think that would deter that many people going to the park during the course of the day if that gate is shut. No disrespect to anybody. Beth, this from from my point of view, the you know what we're talking about mostly here is enforcement of whatever laws are already in place. Parking and speeding laws. <laughs> this is just. Sorry? This is just a story again. I'm a big fan of the speed bump. I, I think that's going to help a lot. And as was said, of course, they'll take off as soon as they get over it. But it does help. And that gate was put there originally for a reason with the going in and out and working. But, you know, over the years, they've let the roots grow through it and ruined it. Uh, but that was put there for a reason, so I'm a big fan of the and, uh, fence uh, adlock and all that. Uh, that sounds good with me. Yeah, it sounds great to me, too. This is Karen Holm again. We, we didn't know if that would be an option, but a gate that's permanently locked and that only emergency you know, people would have the key, the access to open it when, they, when and if they needed it, would seem to be a perfect solution for everybody. 
from from the township's perspective, that's again not a viable option in the sense that that road is meant for entrance and exit to the park area, to the parking lot, and for the students. It is what the road was designed for. It's what the property was purchased for. It seems to be an awful precedent to have the village annex a property and then then change its purpose from the township. I think that would be an awful way to go. I also think um, there's a lot of other things that go in store. Like this, the closing a public road is not as easy as just saying we want to put a gate there. The county will be involved. Uh, the speed, speed studies will be involved and traffic studies will be involved and it's, it's not something that's going to happen uh, very easily. But it does seem that entering and exiting from market is the safest thing for everybody. I don't know if you, you say that. I'm not sure that's that's not a, an accurate statement. It's not a proven statement. It there's, hasn't been, there hasn't been a study to prove that and that's yeah. what the county is going to look at. There's engineers that would do that and like I said when, this, when the township uh, or when the county put in the stoplight, there was an extensive speed and traffic study that included the Lake Center and the Woodlawns traffic light, and the current configuration is what's been considered. I'm not sure that anybody looked at the fact that as much traffic is going down this small road as actually is. I find it very hard to believe that they would have been okay with that. I also feel that we can't really lock that gate off and then expect our emergency vehicles to get access onto Lake Township's property whenever they feel like it. I mean, that doesn't Lock really it's make gonna, sense. Putting the gate there, so people are still gonna come into that Wagler because that's what they've done for 20 years now. And I mean, it's gonna be uh, just as well, you would have to put a sign that said no outlet. This this issue happened up towards the school before. We talked about this a little bit before the meeting on Lisa. Lisa used to go through to the school. Yep. And the same issue happened there. The, na the neighbors were up in arms because of all the traffic, the speeding, the kids. And, I mean, it was black off. But that the neighborhood was, was, I believe, closed and then the school opened it up, made right. out of it, and then uh, the neighbors were able to do that. Yeah, it was closed, then opened, and then closed back again. It was like Lisa, back and forth. Are you talking Lisa. about Lisa Bev? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Lisa. But, but I'm sure everybody on Lisa is very happy that it's closed. Oh, Not no sure. doubt. Yeah. The township no doubt, but I want to make sure you, you guys know the township appreciates the the traffic and the challenges. I've been there on Friday nights. Luckily, there's only five of those or six of those a year. Um, but I understand that those that is the challenge at that neighborhood. But I also know that when you purchase those homes, this this problem existed at that same time. And so there, you didn't go into it. Nothing, nothing was changed from your perspective. Uh, the, the only thing that was—that's not necessarily true. The only thing that did change, and this has just been in the last few years, and this is what makes me feel like we have to do something, is where the kids used to park behind the high school. They've taken all that parking away and they've moved them across the street. There was never any student parking at the football stadium until a few years ago. 
I think it's been there at least a, a decade or more. Yeah, yeah I don't think it was, so. It was, it was there it in was behind way. the school. I know that's where my daughter parked. <coughs> that's where most of my daughters parked, too. They're still parking behind the school, but I think for at least the last decade, if not more, it's been going there. The township has been receiving funds through this parking permit since then. Well, and that's how, and that's how long we, the Wagler residents have not liked the students parking there, too. Yeah, you guys have been there longer, yeah. We have tried to resolve this issue for a while. That's why we put up the no parking signs. That's why, you know, we've, we've tried to curtail some of this activity, and it's not worked well, obviously. And I think what we have to do is we're going to have to, you know, get with the township and do a traffic study and see what else we can do. Because you're right, we cannot close a public street just like that. We've got to take some time. Well, and, the, and the traffic study would have to be done more when the kids are back at school. And, you know, with this pandemic, I don't know how, you know, this, we thought this was a good how time to get it resolved for people. To, yeah, how reliable is it going to be now? Well, it's not going to be. Absolutely but if not. we were going yeah. to do something with closing it off temporary or permanently or with a fence or a, a barricade, that it could be done now so that people could get used to it before it is all back there you know, with football games and students parking and all of that. I do think we can't just make a decision in the next week or so. And obviously it has to be taken to council. There's no decisions tonight. But no, I do think I, it needs to be carefully looked at. We can't just ignore the problem. No, and I think that's what we need to do. We need to get our engineer to start to look at, you know, to see what we can do with this and try and get with the township and see if we can collaborate and the school to get some solution for the residents. And the township's more than willing to help out in, in regard to any way that we can keeping that access open for the park. Again, there's also a sign that says Lake Township Park there as well. But um, we'll, like I already sent an email to kind of get the, the speed bump up and going and we could probably put some more signage there. Um, and then again, I don't think any more signage would fit. Have you seen all the signs down there? <laughs> I mean, that, that, exiting, the, exiting that property, maybe we can do something. But I mean, I think there's there's opportunities to improve it um, without going to the then closing off property. And I know. Uh, and I know the school has it. got to be more heavily involved than what they are. For sure. Correct. I think they, I mean. they are key to, to this. We need to talk. We need to get together with them and work out a viable solution for all parties because. It's going to impact two municipalities and the school, as well as our residents. And we need to take all that into consideration before we make this decision. So I guess our first step is to check with our engineer and see what we can do and then have more conversation with the township and the school to try and come to a resolution. Uh, this is Jesse's story again. I would like to say... Thank you for considering this. Um, we would really appreciate the study as you're talking about and take it in carefully. Obviously, with the pandemic, we're not going to get very good uh, results, maybe. But we want to let you would do that for us. Thank you. Yeah. No, we'll put it. 
We'll keep it as a matter on our agenda for the Street and Drainage Committee, and we will, like I said, at the next council meeting, talk to our engineer and see what we can do, you know, what, what studies we have to do, if we have to work with Star County as well as the township and see, you know, where we can go with this and how we can help the situation. I'm not sure it's going to accomplish everything you guys want, but the best we can do is continue to look at it and see where we can where we can improve because there's room for improvement yeah this so. is karen holm and i just want to thank everybody too because it is it is a problem and i can see that you're trying to find solutions for us so thank you very much village of hartville committee members you're you're welcome like i said we we're trying to do it it's just when we're working with so many different entities it's trying to you know kind of like trying to corral some cats right um, <laughs> Put an empty out. <laughs> but wow. um, but we'll keep it on our agenda uh, for the street and drainage committee, and uh, hopefully, in, you know, we'll get we'll see some progress moving with it, and see what we can do with our engineer and who else we need to get involved. What what is the gentleman's name that was speaking from Lake Township? I just didn't get that. Jeremy Yoder. Jeremy Yoder. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. He is the township trustee. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Jeff or, or Jim, do you guys have anything else we can add to this? Or? No, it's too soon to make any decisions. Like you said, there's a lot going on here. Well, I've got to go to council anyway. Okay. okay, all right, all right. Does anybody else have anything else for the Street and Drainage Committee? Um, this is... This is Chris Patch one more time, and again, I'd like to say thank you for, you know, for listening, for the help that you have been thus far in, in just considering all this, and, and it is, it's certainly more than we imagined. Um, how will we be kept updated? I mean, I, will I know. Keep, I've got your email, I've got your phone number, I will keep in touch with you. Thank you, Mayor. Appreciate Mayor, it. Can you Mary, can you add me to that list of when emails come in and out so I can keep up to date on this certainly, myself? Please. Certainly, I can put everybody on. And is the next village council meeting August 4th? Yes. Yes. And what time is that? It will seven be at 7. And, and it will be all Zoom. We can go to Facebook, Zoom? You can go to Zoom or Facebook, yes. The council meetings are okay. on Facebook as well. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for bringing, you know, being involved. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I'd entertain a motion that we adjourn then if everyone is satisfied or... Yes. Motion to adjourn. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Well, that'll do it. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jeff.